Welcome to Glow Car Traveller, episode 7, my trip to Orkney. So I started my journey from home and got the bus to Birmingham Music Station. I'd booked my journey months ago and I got the 10.15 service from Birmingham New Street to Edinburgh Haymarket, which is my, where I'm going to change trains. And then from Edinburgh Haymarket to Aberdeen. So the, the journey on the Avanti West Coast, Pendolino, wasn't too bad actually. They still have these rubbish r luggage racks which you can only fit <laughs> a very small amount of luggage considering you're going from one part of the country to the other. Um, absolutely really ridiculous. Um, but I, I managed to get my, my cases in the, in the luggage rack. I had reserve seat, fortunately. And um, unfortunately, one of the trains was cancelled. And so they all piled on <laughs> to my train. And it was, a bit of a, it was a bit of a tight squeeze to get to the shop, and, a shop I can tell you. The exit surface wasn't working because all these people were just standing in the vestibule ends and it was terrible. But the actual train ride was actually great, actually, and I got to my destination at Haymarket in plenty of time for my um, connection. The one thing I would say about the, the journey from um, Haymarket to Aberdeen was I wasn't all that impressed with the Azuma train on LNER. The, um, there are digital displays on the outside of the train, and these didn't show up very well, and it was a sunny day. It was a sort of average sunny day. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't um, too difficult to see things. But these displays were difficult to see actually on the outside of the trains. And of course, I was in standard class because I'm not paying the ridiculous prices for 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 first class uh, all the way up to uh, Aberdeen. I mean, it's ridiculous price. They're wanting over three hundred pounds in some cases, four hundred pounds return. And I'm not paying that. I found £120 return bad enough in standard class all the way up to Scotland. But uh, I'm certainly not going to pay 400 quid just for maybe a free meal and a, and a better seat. But then again, you do get a better seat in first class. And that would have been appreciated on the LNER service. So the seats were absolutely terrible. They're so hard and uncomfortable. And this was a two and a half hour journey from Haymarket to Aberdeen. And I must say, these are the, the these are the worst seats I've sat on on any train. The only thing I can compare, compare it to is was the Midland Metro in Birmingham, where the seats had this very thin layer of covering over these what well, can only assume plastic cubes which were your seats a very thin layer of material and they were they were very very uncomfortable so the LNER need to get that pull the finger out and uh, replace these seats because they are absolutely awful anyway um, I got to Aberdeen I think it was about five o'clock I think something like that and I'd booked myself into a hotel because I knew uh, I was I wanted I wanted to have a bit of a rest after the journey because I mean from ten fifteen in the morning to 
oh, uh, past five o'clock in the after <laughs> in the evening, and uh, that's a long journey time. And um, I thought, well, I'll, I'll I'll book a hotel. I looked at some hotels in Aberdeen and I thought, there's well, there's an Ibis one next door to the hotel uh, to the uh, station actually. Just next door, and I looked at booking that, and I thought, I'm not paying ninety pound for one night. <laughs> ninety pound for one night. In early June, and um, obviously no no meals, so the meals were extra, of course, and I think breakfast was extra, I think. So you know that could have been a hundred twenty pound, easy, for a meal and your breakfast in the morning. I thought I'm not paying that ridiculous amount of money and so there was, across the road from the station was the station hotel and so I did book this all in advance and it was I think it was, it was about 45 pounds I think it was that didn't include breakfast uh, that was just for the room and of course it didn't include, it didn't include the meal in meal but I thought 45 pounds I mean you know if you even if you spend 15 pounds 20 pounds on the meal and you know i think breakfast as well i paid for i think that's a tenner or something that's still cheap <laughs> to but it's still cheaper than the more ibis was wanting anyway so okay hotel. It, was an, it was a you can tell it was an old grand hotel the room was perfectly nice um i didn't expect a lot for my 45 pounds but it was a nice comfortable bed and the staff were absolutely brilliant at the station hotel. Absolutely brilliant. Couldn't praise them enough, actually. And so, um, I, I, once I arrived then, I said, look, I need to book a taxi for the following morning. Um, I need to go to Aberdeen Airport. And said, oh, well, you, you, you probably best to book a taxi an hour and a half before you need to go um, because of the you know, time I take to come. So I booked a taxi for half past nine. <laughs> or was it nine o'clock? It was certainly, certainly nine, nine thirty. Anyway, <laughs> my flight wasn't until two o'clock. <laughs> well, half past two, no, about half past two, I think it was. And so um, that's a long time to wait. But I decided I'd, um, I'd rather be there early and sit down and relax and, you know, just chill out. And once you're there, you're there, you know. Of course, we're still we're still sort of seeing these incidents at uh, airports where security was bad and baggage was being, you know, not loaded or unloaded properly. So I thought I'll give myself plenty of time. And so we got to the uh, airport. I thought mm, I am early, so I just I just walked up to the I booked a flight to Loganair. So I I thought right I'll go to Loganair and just say. Because I think I need I booked assistance as well, you see. So I said, I said, I know I'm, I know I'm too early. And I said, don't worry, I know I'm too early. <laughs> it's for this, it's for the Kirkwall flat. I'm, I'm, I know I'm too early. She said, but I booked assistance. She said, oh, you just need to go. So the told me where to need to go, and it was basically turn to my right and walk probably 50, 60 yards away, you know. And I went, I went to the um, assistance place, and um, very nice. And I said, yeah, I, I know I'm early. <laughs> and he was, I said, so, so, he said, look, tell you what we'll do. He said, come back to me about 10 to 12 and um, 
and we'll get everything sorted. And I said, oh, no, that's fine. So he said, there's a, go and get yourself a cup of tea or something. So actually I went, <laughs> I went to the to the pub at the end, just after, after this. And uh, they do breakfast rolls and stuff. And uh, I thought, oh, it's, it's too early in the morning. <laughs> I have something to drink. So um, I had a cup of coffee, a bacon roll. And I'm sat there, sort of twiddling my thumbs. And it got to the point where I need to go to see the, um, to the assistance uh, part of the airport. And um, take me over to Logan and get myself all sorted out. And I'd bought, carry um, a, a wheeled bag, small wheeled bag with me and my photographic bag. And I just thought, mm, this photographic bag may be a problem, I might not be able to take it on the airplane. So they said, well, rather than that, we'll just put it in the hold. So I took, fortunately, it's a, it's a photographic bag where, where my gear actually comes out in a little case. So t I took that out and zipped the bag back up together, sort of thing. And they, and they, you know, they put it into the hold. And um, there was nothing extra to pay, fortunately, because it was under the, the weight allowance that I had. So that was good. So that then took me through security, which hadn't been through security in years. It's been, this is my first flight in about probably six, seven years. And um, anyway, I, um, I got everything out and everything, and I'm, I'm walking through the, you know, you're walking through the metal detector and it beeps. I thought, oh God, what have I done? Anyway, <laughs> I'd left a 10p piece in my pocket. So, <laughs> so I took that out, put it into the bin, walked through again, no beeps, right? And uh, but what I had done is I'd, I'd put all my my batteries and things that I needed all in the case, the little case that I'd be photographic gear in, so that all that was on the plane. So I took all that through and everything. It was quite a decent process actually. I mean, you know, I know what to do now. You know, once if I, do, if I go if I fly again. <laughs> Got it all worked out, and the thing was, is oh, are you wearing a belt? I said, yes, I am, but it's plastic because I had these um, walking trousers on, which is a plastic belt, and so you know that didn't set the scanner off. I said, oh, that's fine. So we go through through security, and they pop me down and wait for the. I said, right, you can sit, sit here in this area, which is where all the people that have accessibility go to, and you sit there and you wait, and then and that's what comes over. So, I said, Mr. Fox, is thinking, oh, right, okay. So something that she couldn't, she, she hadn't seen me. Anyway, I made my way to where the gate was. Because it's, it's only a small airport. It's not, it's not huge. It's just that I hadn't been there before. And so um, anyway, she said, oh, Mr. Fox said, yes. All right, that's fine. We'll get you, we'll get you on. So she got me through to the, <laughs> the front of the queue. And um, I had my boarding pass and everything ready and everything, my passport. And uh, got on the plane. I must say the, the Logan Air crew were absolutely brilliant, really, really good, really good. I didn't book assistance at Kirkwood because I knew it's a small, it's a very, very small airport. You can't get lost. Anyway, when we arrived at Kirkwood, rather than steps, they had the no step access, they had a ramp type to get off the airport, aircraft, which I thought was really good actually, I thought. So I went through the airport and got my case, got my photo backpack and I wandered outside. <laughs> I thought, oh, because I knew I was going to get a taxi and I knew there was a bus because the taxis and the buses arrive at the airport when they, because they know roughly when the, when the um, flights arrive. Anyway, I'm ready to the bus stop and this taxi pulls up. I thought, oh, I'll get a taxi. <laughs> so he pulls up and I said, I need to go to Kirkwall, I need to go to the Orkney Hotel in Kirkwall. 
I said, oh, yeah, that's all right. That's no problem. So he takes me there. We have a chat and uh, he's chatting away. And I say to him, I said, oh, yeah. oh I'm, going to, um, I'm going to Scarbray tomorrow. I booked to go to Scarbray. Oh, he says, okay, we can do that. He says, um, I'll, I'll phone it in. What time do you need to be there? I said, well, I'll, I'll, my ticket's for half past ten. He said, oh, oh, that's fine. I'll pick up about half past nine, something like that. I said, fine. So the same taxi driver picked me up the following day. Uh, Mike, his name was. And we'd had a conversation previously, you know, the previous days we were going there. And I looked at the bus services. <laughs> Uh, the bus services were okay, but they just did the main route. So if you went anywhere on the main road, you were fine. But if I wanted to go to Scarbray or any of those sites, no. You, you <laughs> they dropped you off on the road and it was a two-mile walk. And that's fine in good weather, you know. But the, the, the roads are not, the verge on the road is not wide enough in some areas to walk on. So that's a bit dangerous. So um, anyway... He picked, uh, he picked me up on the Tuesday morning. This was the one. This was the Tuesday. And they took me to the hotel, and so on the on the Wednesday morning, picked me up, and I said to him, because we talked about a tour, because the actual uh, the actual taxi firm does tours. So we'll talk about the tour now as a separate. And um, anyway, the the, the Mike and uh, the taxi driver said, you know, we do tours. And it's forty five pounds an hour. <laughs> I thought, oh, well, well, okay. He says, what do you want to do? I said, well, I want, I want to go to Scarbray and I want to go to the Ring of Brodgar because those two are sort of on the same, in the same area. He said, three hours should do that, no problem at all. I said, okay, let's go for it then. So I said, so, so, I said, they're just going to Scarbray and then coming back to Kirkwall or what have you. He took me to Scarbray. I spent a, a bit of time in Scarbray and I'll talk about this a little bit later. And then we went to the Ring of Brodgar and then... By the time we'd done that, we went um, we, we went back to Kirkwood, but we went around the scenic route, and so we went past Scarpa Flow. Well, Scarpa Flow, in historical terms, is is where the British fleet was in the First World War, and the German fleet scuttled their um, ships there. And so we went past there. I went past the Highland Park Distillery, which is one of my, one of the two distilleries on the island that do whiskey. And then it was a really nice tour and he, he talked to me about the island and he talked to me about what, what was what and everything. And it was really nice, really nice tour. And I thought, well, yes, it was £135 at the end of it, but I think I got the money worth. And he was a nice bloke as well, so that, that, that made it even better. And uh, so he dropped me off at um, the hotel. And I said, can I book for tomorrow? Because I need to go to Masshow Chamber Kern. He said, yeah, that's fine, we'll book you in. And I told him the time, he said, no, that's no problem, we'll get you there. And so I, I went back to the hotel then um, and dropped all my gear off a little bit there. And I thought, I need something to eat now. <laughs> so I'm not vegan, but I, the, the just road for me was a vegan cafe. And I thought, oh, I'll give this a try. So I had a, a coffee and um, a vegan pastry. It's like a, um, it described it as fancy pan, uh, but it had chocolate with it as well. Oh, it was quite nice. And so that's all I had. And I thought, well, I'll just, I'll, I'll have that. And then I thought, I'll have a wander around. And I'll, <laughs> I wandered around the um, Clerkwell a little bit. And I went to the, to the museum, which was really interesting. Um, it's only small, but it's it's over. It's sort of it's a large, it's a large building, but it's sort of up and down, up and down. Now, I will say this: that it is a bit difficult for people if you've got mobility problems. Uh, I will say that 
uh, lots of stairs and some of the stairs are a bit winding and this, th there are ramps that go through the into each room a little bit sometimes but I, I say it's a bit tricky if you're in a wheelchair anything like that I quite enjoyed that actually I took some loads and loads of photos of the uh, in the museum and stuff and what have you I found Kirkwall which is the main the main town of the Orkney Islands I found it to be really um, fairly accessible actually I mean they you've got to remember that some of the roads especially to my hotel aren't all that wide they're about as wide as the width of one car and a little bit either side so you need to be aware that you can step to one side and the car will pass you by quite easily but in no way is it a two car <laughs> width road and so you have to be careful about that there are sort of cobbles on the floor but they're not the the old-fashioned cobbles the round cobbles but generally speaking the the pavements are just like any other town you'd find in, in the uk but i would what i would say is some of the town it's quite closed in. I mean, obviously it's on an island and of course you get lots of wind and, and rain in the in the winter months. So it, it's designed in such a way to be that when you're walking through the streets, although you'll get rained on, no doubt, that the, the wind will be protected a little bit from the wind. The, the traffic lights and pedestrian crossings are like any other place. I did go to the, the port and there are a couple of areas. There's one area where the actual ferry the Audi Ferry, the Calamac Ferry stops and on the side you'll get the RNLI lifeboat and then a bit further in the distance there is a docking area for the big cruise ships which they get about 200 every year which is quite a lot considering you think uh, the actual population in Kirkwall is about 20,000 uh, a cruise ship could be 6,000 people you think about 6,000 people descending on a small small town uh, and all of a sudden they've got to gear up and produce food and drink and what have you for these people. You know, and that's 200 times a year. So, yes, the top end is 6,000. The bottom end could be only 1,000 or so or 500, depending on the size of the of, of the ship. But you think about that every, every you know, that, that coming to, to you, you're thinking, ah, right. So the, the, actually, the, the actual Orkney Council are limited to limited the number of ships to come to two hundred, because they just was at one point they just couldn't cope with the demands of them all. And so certainly the dock the dock part where you walk to the ferries is is accessible. It's all level, and there's a designated walking area that you that you, that you stick to to walk, so it separates you and traffic. But it's just one road, so there's no actual barrier between you and the cars going down, so you need to be careful there. I didn't go on the ferry, so I can't come to the ferry, so because obviously because I flew. But what I will say is my hotel was really, really nice. I didn't, I didn't see a lift. I might be wrong, but I didn't see a lift. But I went upstairs. My room was upstairs. It was a really nice room as well, ensuite bathroom. And um, it was one of those jacuzzi baths. And so it was, it, you know, it was just a nice room, really nice room. Staff were absolutely brilliant, really nice. Couldn't do much, couldn't do enough for you. Uh, breakfast in the morning was, was nice as well. Uh, proper Scottish breakfast. And the meals, in the, I mean, I, I took the view that I was going to have the meals in the, in the hotel at night time. And they were really nice. 
um, I had this pie, this <laughs> steak pie, and I'm usually not, I'm not, you know, it doesn't really bother me, but there's so much in the steak pie that I, in the end, I, I couldn't eat it all, and, um, but then I wanted to leave some room for some ice cream, so <laughs> I, I didn't eat it all, but the, the, all the other things like I had, I think I'd, uh, I'd had a chips that was very nice, and I had um, scampi and chips, I think it was, as well, uh, that was really nice as well, so I mean, the, the food was really nice, you know, it's good pub group, but I certainly think that as far as accessibility around the Kirk Hall, um, it's pretty good actually. Uh, and you'll find most of the shops you will just you, you get on the mainland there as well. I mean, there's a boots there and stuff like that, and plenty of banks and stuff. So you know, um, you're not short of, for, for put, uh, taking money out and things like that. The, the only real for me the, the accessibility part, which I, I thought was poor, was for me was the buses. I mean, for me, I think they missed a trick. And I said to Mike, who, who, the taxi driver, I said, I don't want to do your outlay job, but I think <laughs> they could at least had buses which link to the to the actual main historic areas, you know. There's a bus that goes to Scarborough, which is very infrequent. It's like half past nine in the morning, and the next bus is about half past five. <laughs> That's not good to anyone. Well... I suppose if you, there are SPV centre and you're just what, bird watching all day, then maybe that's okay. But um, at Scarborough, if you want to go to the Ring of Bodger, you've got no chance. I mean, the bus the bus doesn't even drop you off on the Ring of Bodger. It goes straight through and straight on to the, to the SPV centre. So, you know, and same like Mass Howe, no bus there. I th I really do think they need to up the game here a little bit. If, if all they had to do is a a bus that goes from Kirkwall to Ringerbodka and then uh, sorry yes Ringerbodka and then Scarborough, make it an hourly service, an hourly service back, and then for Mass Howe, same thing, an hourly service to the to the visitor centre there. Because from the visitor centre, they take you by a bus to Mass Howe. So, you know, a bus that drops you off at the visitor centre every hour and an hour, an hour return to Kirkwall. And, you know, I'd have been able to do that myself uh, and save £135. But uh, Mike was a very good taxi driver. And I recommend Craigie's taxis. They were very good. Uh, even on the day that I had to go back to the airport. Really good. Got me there in plenty of time. But I think if you've got, if you can drive, then do not worry. You can go anywhere you want. And I would genuinely look at and think about accessibility in hotels before you go, especially if you've got mobility problems or you're a wheelchair user. So that's it for now. I hope you enjoy this little journey and uh, speak to you soon. Bye-bye.